Welcome to the Voyage ATL podcast, where we interview and feature the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs from in and around the Atlanta area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission to spreading the word about the work that we do and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. I am thrilled to be back with another episode of our Voyage podcast. Today, I'm here with four incredible, unique individuals talking about building and scaling a business, which is something that I am so excited to dive right in and learn more about. So I'd love if you could all please introduce yourselves. Just tell me your name and a little bit about what you do, and we'll take it from there. Hi, I'm Latasha McAlpine. I am located in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have two brands. Um, one of them is Run Toward Goliath, which is an inspirational brand. It includes um, apparel, a book that I wrote, um, coloring books, and now I have a YouTube channel for kids. It's an animated YouTube channel. And then my second brand is a luxury fashion brand that includes fine jewelry and um, shoes. My fine jewelry can be found at the New Black Wall Street Market in Stonecrest, Georgia. Amazing. And I'm Iva Elliott. I'm here in Chicago. I am a vintage reseller. So my brand is called Girl Goodies Brand. Hence, I go by Iva of Girl Goodies. Um, And then I also have a brick and mortar location that goes by the Outfit HQ. And it's kind of like a hippie hideout in a production space. Awesome. And I am Bria, um, owner and creator of the Love Soldier brand, which is an apparel and lifestyle brand. And um, I use my brand as an outlet to inspire, uplift, and motivate people. When they see my brand, I want them to recognize their strength and know that they can overcome any obstacle in their life. Awesome. All right. And I'm Breeze Cash. I'm here located in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm the owner of Big Cash Apparel. Uh, it's a streetwear brand that's dedicated to the everyday hustler, you know, everybody trying to get some money out here. So, yeah. Right on. Amazing. Well, let's dive right in. Toughest question right off the bat. What's been the biggest challenge you each have faced in your career with building and scaling a business? Um, I guess I'll start. I would say staying consistent. Definitely much better now, but Um, I'm actually in my third year of business. So I would say the first two staying consistent can be tough because it's, you know, easy to get discouraged, easy to let the slow months or the slow weeks kind of slow you down. Mm -hmm. So I would say staying consistent. I think for me, going from concept to product was kind of difficult. It's gotten easier with time. I started in 2019 and I launched my shoes then, but I had no idea because initially I made shoes by hand and sold them on Etsy. And then I just decided, okay, no more by hand. Like when I come back with this brand, it's going to be like manufactured shoes, but I had no idea how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I had to figure out how do I even get in contact with manufacturers abroad? Like, what do I do? Like, how do I get scammed? Like that was just, um, that was a huge, like, um, mountain to overcome. And then even beyond that, though, I think like once I did that, it helped with everything else because then I had the idea about my other products. And it's like, mm-hmm. for example, like coloring books and stuff. I didn't really know how to go about doing that, but because right. I had figured it out before with the shoes, like it became easier. But I think for me, that's been the biggest thing from concept to product. Yeah, definitely. 
I would say for me, the biggest challenge thus far has been actually scaling the business. So mm-hmm. taking my mindset from running a brand in my living room and in my kitchen and everything's here, opposed to um, actually having the brick and mortar in a space and trying to occupy that space. And then also because I do work full time. So it's like, balancing everything work day I have to go into the office I have to train 15 new hires but I also have to go to my space and I need to sew and I have a client coming in so that would be most challenging for me yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah I think the most challenging for me uh starting off was probably finding that core demographic those people that I wanted to market to and target and sell to um over time it's become a little easier um Especially, you know, when you're dealing with the Instagram ads and the Facebook ads, you kind of just try things when you just started. Um, so that was a little bit difficult, but I'm, I'm finding my way on it. It's becoming a little easier day by day. Good. Have you always felt called to a life of entrepreneurship or is there anything that that journey specifically taught each of you? Like it, when when did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? So I'll, I'll jump out there. Um, no, I haven't always been called to a life of entrepreneurship. I think that I was not, I don't want to say I was raised, but my upbringing was very much so like do great work, put out good work mm. um, and show up at work, but not to create the work for yourself. I knew in 2012 that, hey, there's a bigger meaning to my life. I don't just want to be a social worker. I want to be the best social worker. So my brand is definitely like a bridge and a merge between like your image and then how you feel in conjunction mm-hmm. with fashion, yeah. which, you know, I felt like I was called here to do that. So I just kind of jumped out there in 2013 and like it's been an uphill battle um, but I've been knocking it down. <laughs> good, good. Okay. I think uh, for me, it was seeing my family and people, different people in my family owning businesses when I was growing up. Um, it kind of sparked an interest in me. Um, it was kind of funny. I seen a, a yearbook post, I think it was from like 2007, where, you know, they do the little short interviews. They were like, what do you want to do when you get older? I was like, I want to own a business. Oh. So that was kind of funny. So I was like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. It was just kind of like reassurance. Yeah. I definitely didn't see myself as an entrepreneur. I was kind of the same way where it was more so go to school, get an education, get a get a good job. Like that was the track, you know? So that's pretty much what I did. And then I ended up getting laid off. And that's mm-hmm. that's what like led to it. So I got laid off and I just really felt strongly to um, go towards like my creative leanings. And that's how I ended up with like making shoes and I was a photographer, like all this creative stuff was birthed mm-hmm. from that. But I don't think I ever thought about owning my own business as a, mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. Okay. Um, I definitely feel like I was always called to a life of entrepreneurship. I've had a lot of different jobs, customer service, receptionist. And I knew that I always liked working with people. Mm-hmm. And last receptionist job, the whole cubicle idea and coming in at the same time every day, it was just yeah me down and I just finally jumped out there and I was like okay I know that I want to work for myself I know that I want to own a business and so I finally jumped out there and tried it and I'm glad that I did good well my next question this is just something I am walking through currently in my own you know season of life how do you stay inspired amidst creative burnout you all seem like such creative people I'd love to know how how you tackle burnout 
I can start. Well, one way is meditation and journaling. Mm. When I when I do have my creative burst, um, I like to journal, you know, leave myself inspirational messages so that when I am in that creative burnout, I can go back to my journals, go back to what I wrote and use my own words to basically inspire myself and remind myself I am doing it. Mm -hmm. Good idea. And I will actually say that a lot of it is knowing when to like pull back. Right. So having enough sanity to say, hey, let me stop doing that right now in this moment and revisit it at a later time. I think that we don't talk about rest enough, like resting and mm. sleep um, is something really, really important because you don't want to pour from an empty glass. And, you know, as entrepreneurs and as creatives, like we probably do so many different things in one day. We have the ability to like do it all at once, but yes. sometimes you have to draw back and like focus on one thing or focus on nothing. Um, for me personally, I love the movie Love Jones. That's like my go-to if I'm feeling down. I'll mm. just put it on, watch it. Don't watch it. I'll just listen to the music. But that's something important to me. And and honestly, if I'm being quite honest, I'm having that right now. And one of my best friends mm. was like, Yo, you need to turn on Love Jones. Like that's your jam. That's your that's yeah. your spot. So I'll probably turn that on when we get off of here. Oh, uh, there you go. I think for me, it's it's similar to um, what she just said. Like I I can't say that I've just reached these like long periods of creative burnout, mm-hmm. but for me, it's like physical burnout. Mm-hmm. Okay, what has happened? Like actual like fatigue, like physically, like um, not taking care of myself the way that I should, because I've literally had to learn to stop and to pace myself because I would just get in this like, go, go, go. And I also still have a full-time job while with the businesses. And so it's like, I'm working, you know, Monday through Friday, Friday, full-time job. But then in the evenings, especially if I'm about to launch something, like literally it it was just like, go, go, go. And so I've just learned, no, you have to pace yourself. Even if you have like all these ideas, because that's something that I deal with. It's Mm -hmm. not really like a lack of ideas at least I haven't hit that point yet it's just like all these different things right and so I overdo it and so Mm -hmm. I've had to learn to just like okay you're just going to do this one thing now and then you're also going to exercise eat right like get adequate sleep all the things all the all the things drink enough water like so you're not depleted so you're not fatigued so that has been my issue yeah I think um when I feel the burnout coming on or I get too tired, I try to separate myself from like everything that's creative for a short, a short amount of time, uh, whether that be traveling to see my friends or going home to see my family. I know for me, going home to see my family is like a, a total reset for me mm. back to where I came from. It's like, OK, all of that stuff, it doesn't matter right now. You know, it's the people here with you like the people that brought you up, he'll raise you. So yes. that always grounds me and takes me back to, to, you know, where I need to go to reach the next level with my creativity. Sure. Definitely. Um, well, this question wasn't on my list, but I would love to just hear, hear from each of you. It's been one of my favorite things I've gotten to ask so far since starting this podcast. If you could tell your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Just do it. Mm. Just do it. I think I grew up. So I have a really, really dynamic uh, upbringing, I would say. So I went to boarding school out of state for six years um, as a kid. 
Um, and I've always been like to myself, very quiet, very shy. And it, and it had nothing to do with my ability, but it had everything to do with my comfortability. So I would just say, step outside of yourself and just do it. Probably if I change some of that in my younger years, I would probably be in such a different place. Mm, sure. So, um, now it's like, I'm trying to go back and like, I guess, fulfill everything that I wanted to f- fulfill as a kid. Yeah. Definitely. I would tell myself to major in business. Like when I was in college, just the mindset that I had, like just a little background. I went to, I'm actually from Montgomery, Alabama. I know he said he's from Alabama, but I'm from Montgomery as well. But like, um, or Alabama as well. But I I went to like a school for the gifted. So everything was so merit-based. Everything was so like, go to the best school, get the, you know, this really good job and all this kind of stuff instead of like exploring like other aspects of your personality. And so it's like when I went to college, I already had this mindset of what I should major in versus like, what do you actually like? You know, mm-hmm. and so I ended up majoring in engineering. But there was this moment where I wanted to change my major to business. And at the time, mm-hmm. I don't even know why I felt like that. Now I just feel like it was just purpose calling out. Right. But Absolutely. I didn't recognize it. And so I just went on this path that was so like merit based and just overly challenging to end up designing shoes, mm-hmm. doing coloring books. So like all these things that like. Yeah. You know, as a child, I liked because I was very creative, but I feel like I spent all these years on like a totally different path when I could have got there easier. Had mm-hmm. I just really asked myself, what do you like? Not yeah. what what can you do well? Because you're good at math. So people are going to tell you to be an engineer or, or you know, like they lead yeah. children cert- towards certain things. And so if I had it all to do back over again, I would say, Tasha, like this moment where you're thinking about business, just go, go with it, go with it. Yeah. Like push all the way through. It's your gut telling you. Yeah. Yeah. It was the purpose calling out. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up just years later, like being an entrepreneur because I was laid off, but I actually had that thought in college. Oh, yeah. Wow. I would tell myself to keep going and to not allow one setback or obstacle to change your direction. I feel like Mm -hmm. when I'm so many different things because when one hurdle came, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put that down and try something else. So the same, I guess, idea with consistency, just tell myself to keep going and to stay consistent. Good advice. Good. Um, I think I would have told myself to choose the college that you want to go to based off how you feel instead of okay. outside pressures. Um, I just the school I went to. Uh, shout out to Auburn, War Eagle. But um. I do feel like I would have thrived in a different environment, so to speak. Yeah. So I always think about it. I was like, what if I would have went here? What if I would have went there? But at the end of the day, it's like everything happens. I was supposed to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, my last question before we wrap up for the afternoon, I would love to know what 2023 has in store for each of you. What are your goals? What can I expect with your business and your brand? So I'll jump in 2023, definitely for me, uh, consistent, being consistent, um, present, being present, physically present, mentally present. Um, I would also say that 
I guess, better learning my business partners because my brand is my brand. But then we have this kind of umbrella brand, which is the Outfit HQ, learning my business partners, learning what their strengths are, their weaknesses. This was our first year under the same roof. So it was kind of, it was a little crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, We made it and we're all still friends. We're all still cool and we're all still pushing And for me, a really, really big goal of mine is actually utilizing the resources that I already have. Like I'm I'm blessed to be in a position where I know a lot of people, I have access to a lot of things, but I don't feel like I've always utilized that. Probably a little too quiet, a little too shy, but this year is like, no, like reach out to people, ask for help, you know, yep. those types of things. So definitely. Yeah, I can definitely relate with that. Um, I think for 2023, I definitely want to network more. And just, you know, meet those same like-minded people. Yep. So we can possibly grow together. I can use my, well, we can exchange resources. I can help you get to where you're trying to go. You can help me get to where I'm trying to go. And it's mutually, yes. mutually beneficial. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just want to network a lot more and take everything up a notch. Good. And not to just cut anybody off, Latasha, I see you, but like soon as you started talking, so one of my business partners, she is a, she manufactures shoes. So, you know, like connecting with people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually like one of the things I want to do for 2023, because um, I launched in like 2019 and I've literally spent like the other years just really focused and like production right like producing these products and getting them out there on the market but like for 2023 i want expansion into like you know greater networks greater connections um you know i feel like what everyone else is saying because i feel like that is actually what i need at this point because i've pretty much produced most of what i think i'm going to produce or mm-hmm. create right mm-hmm. like it, it's pretty stable so now it's more so like meeting people and expanding that way with connections and also because i just launched my youtube channel i want to grow my youtube channel so yeah wonderful for me in 2023 i just want to continue to grow as a person and you know use everything that i learned to grow my business um i definitely want to increase my reach um mm-hmm. and that I can inspire and also um, like she said utilize my resources because I feel like I have a lot of people a lot of things around me that I'm not utilizing so asking for help definitely a big thing for me because that's something that I've had a hard time with so yes growing and utilizing resources wonderful for sure oh if you if any of you guys um, need any graphic work done don't hesitate to reach out to me I do do a little graphic graphic design in my free time. So if you ever need any help with anything, reach out to me. Nice. There you go. That's mm-hmm. what that's what Voyage is all about, right? Networking and, and connecting with other people. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you all so much for your time today. This was so great to learn a little bit more about each of you. Keep it short and sweet, but um, yeah, I'm excited to see what 2023 has in store for, for you and your brands. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And let's keep in contact. I follow all of you all on Instagram. I'll follow you back. (laughs) Amazing.